What's Securing, a cybersecurity-focused podcast. Brought to you by Data Connect. Hello everyone and welcome back to What's Securing. As we touched on briefly last time, the Cyber Essential Standard is split into two levels. Level 1 consists of an organisation completing a self-assessed questionnaire, which is then checked by a certification body and marked as a pass or fail result. The next level up, called Cyber Essentials Plus, is a technical audited version. The auditor will look over the submitted questionnaire from level 1 and carry out tests to check that what has been attested to is correct and is technically in place. So let's have a look into the process. After completing the level 1 questionnaire, the auditor will look at a sample set of devices based on the number of total devices. Often carried out through teams, the end user of these sample devices will join the call and the auditor will guide them through a series of tests and they'll make a note of what is shown on the screen. Some of the technical control themes that they'll be looking at are boundary firewalls and internet gateways, secure configuration, access controls, malware protection and security updates. One interesting point that came up in discussions with one of our Cyber Essentials team is that not all auditors are equal. An auditor can perform additional testing if they need to in order to feel confident that the spirit of the IISME test is really being achieved. We often think of the self-assessment as ticking our own homework, which means that organisations often find they don't get as much value as they would with Cyber Essentials Plus. However, if an organisation goes through the Level 1 process and then decides after that they would actually like to achieve the Plus version, then they have a three-month period to complete Cyber Essentials Plus after passing level one. Due to the threat landscape constantly evolving, organisations must renew their Cyber Essentials certification, both level one and plus, every 12 months in order to stay protected against the most prominent and easily delivered types of attacks. An added benefit of the standard is that for any UK organisation who certifies their whole organisation and they have less than 20 million annual turnover, the Level 1 certification includes automatic cyber liability insurance. For anyone that has been through Cyber Essentials previously, or those that are just aware of the standard, you may know that there were some major updates to the scheme last January. And in fact, this was the biggest overhaul that the standard had undergone since its launch in 2014. Some of the highlights from the January 2022 updates included some much-needed clarity added to the requirement documentation to simply make the requirements more understandable. The requirements around password controls were significantly updated and cloud was fully brought into scope for the first time in all of its forms. And then, last but not least, multi-factor authentication was moved to the top of everyone's priority list. More recently, IASME and the NCSC have announced more changes to the Cyber Essentials Scheme that will take place in April 2023. Of course, with an updated set of requirements comes an updated set of questions for Cyber Essentials. The new question set is called Montpellier and was just made available in the last few weeks. This questionnaire can be used for assessments from the 24th of April and anyone who does start the current version of the questionnaire will be given six months from the date they start. The language used within the question set has been updated to better align with the actual requirement documentation. Previously, 
there was language discrepancies which led to confusion and no doubt a number of calls to IASME from applicants. In a similar vein, the actual requirement documentation has also been better aligned to the new question set and they are both now in the same order of controls. As you may know, if you have already been through Cyber Essentials, some of the questions are multiple choice and you should now expect to see an additional answer choice on these questions called none of the above. Currently, the advice from IASME is that if you vote for none of the above and provide some additional details, you must ensure that the details are sufficient to confirm that the requirement is being met to avoid being marked as a non-compliant. On this basis, filling this in should be approached with caution as the requirement still needs to be clearly met and any ambiguity will cause a non-compliance. Just bear this in mind as it isn't an opportunity to offer a pragmatic risk-based answer. You either meet the requirements or you don't. It's a pass or fail scenario. In the new question set, the questions that relate to end-user devices have now been updated as we no longer need to see device hardware information. The reason behind why this was ever needed in the first place still remains ambiguous. However, I think everyone is relieved to see this requirement removed. On a similar note, asset management also gets a mention in the updated requirements documentation. Although there is no formal requirement for an asset management tool, our experience certainly tells us that without some asset inventory, it's going to be very difficult to secure anything, let alone meet the requirements set out by Cyber Essentials. There have been a few changes in relation to the questions on malware protection. One of the requirements around AV was that the AV solutions needed to ensure they updated their signatures on at least a daily basis. Many organisations using so-called next-gen AV found that their product may either not use signatures at all or didn't have an easy method to determine signatures were updated on a daily basis. For these reasons, the question set has been updated to simply confirm that anti-malware software is installed and is set to update in line with vendor guidelines. So, if this applies to your AV solution, you should be prepared with the relevant vendor information. Montpellier is bringing in a relatively modest change to Cyber Essentials Plus testing in 2023, although there are still some common issues that we see following the changes that were introduced last year with the question set Evendine. One of the changes introduced related to the way a vulnerability was categorised. IASME uses the Common Vulnerability Scoring System to determine whether a vulnerability is relevant or not to the scheme. Prior to Evendine, a vulnerability had to have a risk score of 7 or greater, as well as meeting other requirements, such as being a network-bound attack, not requiring authentication, and having a low complexity to exploit, which greatly limited the vulnerabilities in scope. Since Evendine, this was redefined to anything with a score of 7 or above, irrespective of their accompanying characteristics, such as how difficult they were to exploit. This is tripping up a number of applicants who perhaps misjudge how long it would take to resolve the much greater number of vulnerabilities that need addressing. Applicants can address these by ensuring they keep on top of patching and conduct ongoing vulnerability scans to maintain systems well ahead of the Cyber Essentials testing. Also, since Evendine, we have had to conduct a test to prove the assessment is being carried out on a standard user account. Cyber Essentials has always required account separation, but a far greater number of people are being caught out by improper implementation of account separation. 
applicants must ensure that day-to-day -day user accounts do not have administrative permissions, as all Cyber Essentials testing must be done on a standard user account, and this will now be picked up by your assessor. If you want to know more about Cyber Essentials or how Data Connect can help you achieve it, you can contact us at moreinfo at stateconnect.co.uk. We often see that Cyber Essentials is a topic that provokes many questions, so please do email in if you have any specific questions, as we will be running FAQ episodes and you can get feedback and advice from our team of security experts.